mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. How is the title of this article, How to Hold On to Your Self-Worth When Your Partner Owns Ordinary? Hey! That's why that should even be our title somehow. We need to condense, need to condense it. <laughs> Holding on to your self-worth when you're con- self-worth when you're breaking. <laughs> <laughs> In the chat. <laughs> this life, yeah. Hey. Hi everyone, it's Beatrice. It's Tammy. And it's Sharon and welcome to the BTS podcast. Can't lie, I think now I'm just gonna find I'm gonna look for a sound to put here because there's only so much I can do. <laughs> I feel like you've said that before. I know, but I never look, but this time I will look. Okay. <laughs> boy, oh boy. But back again with another episode. Okay. I am um, I actually for the first time in a long time actually listened to the episode um that we dropped last week, which I never do. Um unless I'm actually editing and yeah I thought it was actually a pretty good conversation you know yeah I listened to some of it and I was actually laughing like I wasn't there <laughs> like I actually still found something very funny I don't know why I found funny now. I think it was something that Tammy said but yeah I was cackling then once like it's so easy yeah. to forget what was actually said in the, con- in the conversation like I literally was- like when Honestly, well, if time people to write the description now, I'll be thinking, hey, fam, even forget that. Like, if someone asks me, like, what did you guys speak about? Literally, straight after the episode's finished, I'll be like, mm. I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember still. <laughs> I don't remember, I swear to God. But, um, no, that was a good one. Enjoyed that one. But, um, yeah, back again. What number is this? I was thinking, are we close to 55? 54. Okay. Ah, that's that's quick from that 50, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward, moving forward. Never, backwards, never. Oh my god! Did you guys see the video that I shared about the prayer with the summer body? I, I think I just saw a little bit of it. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't watch it to the end. It was long, but it was. It funny. was long. No, it was hilarious, fam. What? No, sometimes you actually do have to commit these things into God's hands because it's actually not by our mind that we stop eating. Because, fam, the way I've been eating recently. It's scary, like, 
I don't know. It basically started like just before we went on the holiday, Sharon. And obviously, I know you would know that I literally ate so much on that holiday. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't eat that much normally, but I was literally plowing through food like no man's business. And no, honestly, I really was. It's kind of scary. And yeah, I'm still going. But to be fair, it's calmed down a little bit. Actually, no, it's calmed down a lot, but it's still more than what I would normally consume. Like, I normally yeah, don't I stomach. Like when you drink a lot, you eat a lot as well because mm. I don't know what it is about the alcohol, but thanks for mm. That's exactly it. You're right, to be fair. Yeah, I have been going out for drinks recently, so mm, that's probably why. <laughs> but, but, um,. Yeah, and also I wanted to say shout out. No, I'm not really calling out anyone in particular, but um, I know a couple of people that's down with the Rona in it. Just hold down, hold my whole tight, my people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Stay hydrated and them things there. And everyone, please just keep safe and keep on testing. Like we spoke about this last time, but please, I beg, just do your part in the community and just just keep on testing and stay safe and wash your <laughs> do hands. Your part for the community. Fam, do your part, fam. Wash your hands, bro, and take your hand back. I know some people have not used a single hand back since they step out, like, just be touching everything and be touching their food and be touching their friends and be touching... Mm-hmm. It's not me you're touching, boy. So, yeah, let's continue to... to act, you know, with common sense. But, yeah, I just want to shut them people out still. Hey, yeah. I know. The Lord will be your strength. Amen, oh, amen, oh. Um, I really want to do the antibodies test. Is that what it is? Yeah. Me too. Like me now that you've had your vaccine, mm-hmm. isn't that the whole point of the vaccine? To build yeah, up antibodies. Is. Oh, is that how it works? Damn. Yeah. I, need, I need to pay attention in science class, boy. <laughs> anyway, Shia, you're good with camera. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> that's a powerful tool there let's not get into that one again but um <laughs> no nah, guys you ever look back at some of the stuff that you did at like in um secondary school and just think why the heck did we need to know that oh god everything yeah. it's basically everything let's not lie like obviously there's some stuff that probably useful but like I just look back and just think like fam the other day I was thinking about tectonic plates and I was thinking why the heck <laughs> what the heck did i need to study what, that what Ge- subject but is the that? thing is though like geography, geography. oh but the thing is i did not i dropped that <laughs> <laughs> me too i, I dropped even, it that didn't even make it to gcse yeah that, that didn't even make it gcse for that's low no. was never letting me take that what mm. i didn't um, do geography or history me either but the thing is with school yeah it's like you never know what is gonna what people are gonna do later so you have to know everything about everything. It's true. And when you see some of the things that some people are doing now, you're thinking, feck. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to lie. I don't know anybody that is doing anything geography. Oh, I do. I, I know, know a lot people. of people. I know a lot of people. Really? Even in my organisation. Yeah. It's actually what, quite what a big thing, doing? you know? Um, at the moment, they're working on like a lot of net zero um, offerings. Mm. I wish I didn't ask because I don't know what the heck that is. Like hey. you know, reducing the amount of carbon. Anyway, Shah, you'll start to know because basically that's, I feel like all I feel like all companies. Don't are worry, basically... these clients will inform me soon. As in, as in, they will uh, inform me soon. Boy. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. We thank God but for now, this. I do that think we need to tell me because obviously it's A level results day today, and I didn't know this before until obviously we got on Twitter. Yeah, I'm not talking about it. And I, just... I, I was confused because it's a Tuesday. I saw it's normally a Thursday. Yeah. 
someone else said this. I've never remembered what day it was. It's always no, a Thursday. It's always a Thursday. Fam, always. Never, ever, beginning of the week. Always was the end. Yeah. Ah, A-level, GCSC, both mm-hmm. on Thursday. Yeah, one week after the other. Boom, boom. Yeah. Interesting. Um, But, yeah, I saw somebody um got an A-star in Latin, and I just remembered, hey, hmm. that was another subject they wouldn't allow me to take. And I was really mm. passionate about it as well. Oh, so I really liked Kaikilius and Matella and then Mandela, but mm. my Latin teacher, she was just like, I wouldn't advise you take this to do this. Are these teachers, though, do they even know what they're talking about sometimes? Bam, my babe. Miss Campbell that was saying, oh, you're going to fail, you're going to fail. Hmm. Well, I didn't. Exactly. <laughs> Boy. Silly people. I'm joking. Not all of them are silly, but do you know what I mean? There's a couple of them. I was meant are... to take Latin. Eh? What happened? Um, my choice art. Okay, that's good. Oh, yeah, you could only choose one out of Latin and art. It just happened how the blocks were. Oh, okay. Mm. They're like, do you think you can... Because um, it wasn't really a real subject, if that makes sense. Like, it would have to... It Like, there wasn't actually, like, a... <laughs> Latin teacher. <laughs> like, there was a Latin teacher. I think he was an English teacher as well. Not like a proper so. Latin department. But there wasn't, like, a proper Latin department. There wasn't, oh. like... It wasn't like a big thing, mm. and um, they were just like, "Oh, um, is there anything else in the block you could choose?" I was like, "Let me just cuckoo go and do act." And then, <laughs> and I ain't no Drake boy. Uh, bro, cool. That's another one that hey, yeah. I'm making myself sound like I don't know anything, but that was another one they would never allow me to take. <laughs> Impossible, but Impossible. I can't even draw stick, man. Like I cuckoo went, I cuckoo went with my B, and I, I got a B, and I went. Oh, that's even good. Boy, but you're right though. Some of them are useless, but then, then again, we know people who are doing Latin right now and all them things there. So you have fun in it. Uh, big up them, man. Yeah, for real. (laughs) That ain't none of my business. Boy, but um, how's everyone anyway? How you guys doing? Um, yeah, just. Plodding through whatever they say. You know when mm. you get to work, you be like, "Hey, oh, yeah, just plodding through." Okay, I never said that, but I, <laughs> I never said that, but people have said that before. Just oh. plodding, plodding along. They'll be like, when during the what is it daily stand ups, be like, "How are you getting on with like your deliverables?" Yeah, just plodding along. Has nobody ever said that? No. How are you, Tammy? Yeah, I'm okay. Um, yeah nothing much yeah. just um plodding along and, um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah just this summer's been a bit meh um it's not even been a summer we, let's keep it a buck it's not been a summer yeah like even when Beatrice was speaking about the summer bodies like imagine if I actually got my summer body ready and this was the summer that oh <laughs> yeah what a waste <laughs> Like literally, but um, yeah, this even though obviously COVID is still there and like things are happening, like things have opened up and stuff, it just still doesn't, it's not the same. Like, mm. even though things are like practically all open, like clubs, all that, like everything is open, it just doesn't feel mm. the same. And obviously, it might have something to do with the weather, like, the weather's been nice today. Mm. But, um, might be stuff to do with the weather. I don't know. It just seems 
this summer just seems a bit different. I don't know, mm. like it just hasn't really felt like it's summer, if that makes sense. I don't know. Do you know what? Yeah, I feel like summer is overrated once you leave. Once you leave uni, like summer's overrated. I can't lie to you. Like, mm-hmm. I don't remember a time where I've been like, oh, summer. Like, I, the only thing. No, I but say... I, I, I. Sorry to cut you off, but I agree. Yeah, but my summer 2019 i remember that being a good year yeah but where were you what where were you in your like in your life at what stage were you okay uh okay i was i just finished you yeah exactly that's the last summer and i was going back to do my master's exactly that's the last summer where it really really like it really like makes you feel like yeah i I can rest i can rest a little bit during this period i can enjoy but for me it's not even about um resting essentially i just feel like i don't there's know a, maybe a, because there was mean, no there's... festivals there was no like yeah I, there I was nothing mean. to look okay i think what it was is that there was actually nothing to look forward to because with this covid it's like you have to do everything like within how do i explain it? like you can't plan anything with covid you can't plan too much mm. in advance you know how you you guys although we plan to go to portugal obviously that didn't happen because of how um like the red list and the green list and the amber list like all yeah. those lists like you literally have to do things within the moment and mm. at times that's fun like being spontaneous but at the same time i kind of want some sort of structure back in the sense that if i book something like if i want to go away mm-hmm. or i or i'm planning to do something on that day i want to know that okay, when that day comes, like, there's a 100% possibility that I'm going to mm. go and do that thing, if, if you know what I mean. With mm. COVID, you can say, oh, yeah, I want to go to A, B, and C, but, oh, sorry, Z came in the way and blocked B out, and now I'm mm. now doing A, Z, A, Z, C. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. you can never, you can't really plan things, especially with COVID. Like, you know how you guys went on holiday, like, didn't you plan that, like, what, like, a couple of days before you left? Mm. Because mm. you literally have to act quick unless... The thing's gonna go back on the red list. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I definitely agree. Never, with Sorry, you can ahead. never plan. I don't know. Mm, I agree with what you're saying, but then I also do think that it's literally just us growing up, the type of events we want to go to, and the fact that let's keep it real. Like obviously, like festivals and stuff. I think that definitely plays a massive part in summer because obviously we have our set things that we tend to go to that brings us together as well. And we just kind of add it onto our list of memories that we create, etc. But I also think as well, because of the way that things have been set up, like there's only certain amount of events that are like, that basically cater to what we want. Like this is why like, and it's, and because of that, this is so hard to get tickets for things. It's, it's more wahala to go out now than previously where there was more things happening there was like because of the age you were as well like we were just doing different things whereas now Mm. I just think it's different like for example actually there have been so many literally they've been back-to-back events nearly every single weekend now so there's actually no excuses to say there's nothing happening because in my eyes there's so many events happening but it's also Mm. the wahala and the stress to be able to get tickets for these events you're obviously also then thinking about the impact of you know covid is still around people are catching stuff from these events and you're hearing of people at our age talking about the fact that they literally feel like they're 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 meeting god or something then you just got like there's just so many different factors that i think come into play but one thing i've realized is summer for me has never really been a thing like that like i feel like since i left uni i've just always had to 
schedule my time off especially when it comes to work schedule my time off to relax Mm. and whether that happens in September whether that happens in February for me anyway it's still the same thing like if I'm not I'm not resting I'm working um yeah which is obviously the the annoying thing about starting this whole working life is that really and truly you never get to switch off up until the moment you retire so it's actually mad but yeah um, yeah like I just feel like I really do hope that more people are you know more events people are starting to think of things and to be fair we obviously you know um Sharon's gonna mention Shay obviously with her quiz thing I think that that's something that's new that has taken off like quite well um I know that was really popular last year and obviously now it started up again with COVID like people come up with like new ideas and you know ways to like for us to kind of interact with each other because yeah like it's just so hard to find tickets for things now um that you actually want to go to if that makes sense because I can't like this whole shortage thing I mean it works for a little while but I can't lie like right now I feel like you I've know, never subscribed to that. Anymore. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I just feel like, sh- like things like shortage now, like we're, we're basically over that sort of thing. So it's just, yeah, it's it, it's annoying the fact that we don't have like so many, like a wide variety of events to to go to. I think for me, the only thing that was like, I mean, I've never been one of those people that's like, oh my gosh, can't wait for summer because, like, since working anyway, because like it doesn't like nothing changes no. <laughs> like you're still working but what has what is normally nicer is the fact that like um the it's like sunny and like what was meant to be like sunny and warm and stuff if you wanted to meet people it would be like indoors and stuff but like mm. in the summer like you can obviously like have picnics and barbecues and things like that and like mm. just genuinely like generally sorry i just feel a bit like happier when it's sunnier um, yeah so I think that's the thing that I think that's what people are actually complaining about. I don't think yeah. they're saying like, oh, there's no events. I think what they're saying is like, you know, we spent how many months like in the cold, mm-hmm. indoors, whatever. Now that it's summer and we can actually go outside, like there's no sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's what people are saying. Yeah. Um, 100% agree. Yeah. It's just frustrating. But at the end of the day, what can we do? There's actually nothing that we can do about it. There's actually so, nothing we can do for them. Like, it's unfortunate, but complaining about it isn't going to really change anything in it. So yeah, no, it's not. It to the Lord in prayer, but Amen. I mean, the, it was sunny today, which was so yeah. Good. It's meant to be sunny for the rest of this week, to be honest. Yeah, the rest of the week is meant to be quite nice, which is good. Mm-hmm. I just hope that August is just a bit more mm. sunny, so at least we can get it like maybe like up until September, because mm. once that October hits, boy, mm. that temperature is dropping. Fam, mm. like I said, you know about the gloves, fam. <laughs> oh my god I'm dreading it okay. but um just off topic but I, I I've been talking to Sharon about this all day but like I actually cannot believe I'm going into the office tomorrow like genuinely <laughs> oh you're I going am... in yeah like this is, this is my the first, first time my first time going in since February 2020 <laughs> Which she, was, so... she was asking me today like Sharon what kind of mask do you wear like do you wear the disposable <laughs> or the fabric Sam, I, I had to ask and I also had to ask, do people even wear tights anymore? Because I, I just oh, don't yeah, know. Oh, yeah, she asked like... me that one as well. She's like, are tights still in fashion? I was like, I mean, if you're cold, like, I don't know if tights can be No, out. because it's true. Like, what the heck do you even wear? Like, Sam, like, I'm so I'm bad. I'm trying to think, like, if I hadn't gone some, like, you haven't been to work in, like, a year and a half. Like, you haven't physically gone in. You're yeah. used to wearing, what, like, loungewear at home yes. and things like that. Yes. Like, you're used to... 
um, waking up and just you know like not rolling onto your desk but you know what I mean like, <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to like rolling onto the desk like, I can't you know lie, before I, mean? I go like, to the there's office there's no effort you don't have to make like but now you have to go and you have to like make a con- conscious effort to look somewhat presentable fam if you <laughs> see my hair that I put on this teams this week here I swear <laughs> to god you lot will be shocked like as in genuinely shocked my hair is like in one move. I don't even know <laughs> one move. I don't even know what how to even describe my hairstyle right now, but it looks like struggle and it is struggle because I have I mean I just washed it, but like it's like just it's blow dry. Oh, it's blow dried, but it's not even in a bun, like it's just out and then I've just got mean? Then I've just got like a grey band around my edges to obviously hide no, my edges. No, oh, no, no. And then I'm not wearing anything grey. So it's just like a grey band and then I've got like, I'm wearing like, I don't know, like brown or something. Like, oh, literally, like, away. I hope you ain't wearing tragic. that to the office. <laughs> no. But this is the thing though. Like I'm now sitting here thinking, crap, like I actually need to style my hair to go to work tomorrow. Oh my God. I before scary. I go to the office, I actually, like, I, I always check my Instagram for what to wear. Like, I never know what to wear, and I have a whole... Is that not what I've been doing this week? <laughs> I have a whole page dedicated to it. So where I'll be scrolling, I'll be thinking, okay, where is that? Let me find Damn. it. Damn. <laughs> I went through Sharon's Instagram, CStar101, underscore, in case you didn't know. And I was scrolling through, and I was thinking, like, what what, what do I have that I can remix? Because you know when... when you the thing is, I told you, you've got that pinafore dress. Which pinafore dress are you talking about? <laughs> the black one. <laughs> I, I literally said this to you. Oh. What pinafore dress is that? Well, you know when you took me to STK and we went after work? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I can't wear that <laughs> yeah, one. I can't wear, I can't wear that one tomorrow. I can't wear that floor. one. No, I can't wear that one tomorrow still. It's a bit too much. It's a bit too much from what I'm going for. But, um... <laughs> no, because honestly, there's sometimes where you, there's certain things are fine for, like, the occasion. I know where I'm, what I'm doing tomorrow and it's not one of them things. I can probably wear that next week. But, um... Are so are you just going to be going well? in once a week now? No, but it's so obviously to this week I'm going in for three days, so Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and okay. then next week I'm probably going to just see how I'm obviously just based off how I feel after this week. But ideally, I kind of want to actually do the whole maybe like two days in, three days at home, um, and just actually set up a routine that's good for myself, so that regardless of what happens and when things, if they do end up saying, okay, cool, we want to see you a bit more in the office, it's not going to be so it's much. It's going to be like shock. a massive shock. Yeah, because yeah, right now mm. this three days is, is really shaking up my whole system. Like, <laughs> I'm literally like dumbfounded. I don't even know what to do. Like, I mean, I don't even know what time I need to wake up. I don't even know what time to set my alarm. I don't even know what time, what train to get. What train know. to get? Yeah, fam. I was say, do you even know what? You have to go start looking at. Fam, I'm looking at Google Maps, fam. What the heck? <laughs> Not Google Maps, isn't it? Boy, it's crazy. But um, I like I said to Sharon, I'm I'm looking forward to to going in. I'm just hoping that it gives me what it, what it needs to give, essentially, because there is definitely a lot of benefits to to going in. But do you feel like if you were Sorry to keep on with this mm. subject, but when you go in, at least you know you have like a set time. If that would make sense, because this is I know yeah. like when my parents started working from home um in 2020, like they found themselves working much longer hours because even though you're at home, because you're at home, you're gonna think like, oh, like I might as well just finish this if that makes mm-hmm. sense because. But at least when you're at work, you know, like, okay, five, five thirty, like I'm out of here, like mm. like you, you can just log off because that's the time. But I know a lot of people said that they did a lot more work um 
at home well maybe not a lot more but they definitely felt like they were working longer hours if that makes sense definitely um the thing is i i i think that will be the case to an extent but i do know that I mean, from the people that have been going into the office, so, like, I haven't been going in just because, obviously, I live far and I don't want to do the commute, but people who literally live, like, a stroll, like, a walk, a walking distance from the office have been going in and were on the same projects and were finishing around the same time. So it's not really that clear-cut in terms of, like, it it would drastically improve, but I think it's just more about visibility to let people know, okay, like, I'm actually not contactable because I'm off now. Um but obviously the work yeah because I was gonna because I was gonna say as well like um just going off like people that have worked from home like my aunties and my like mm. I would feel like um a lot of them say like like their colleagues will be messaging them at like 9 p.m like oh mm-hmm. um, and I'm thinking and they're probably thinking like hey this wouldn't normally happen if we were actually in the office if that makes sense like yeah, no, you right. wouldn't be messaging me if we were in the office because everyone would be at home do you get what yeah. I mean or yeah. you know sometimes you'd have the one-off where maybe you'd stay late or things like that but majority of the time you'd actually be at home so why yeah. do you feel like you can message me like this whole working from home maybe mm. it's bit, bring a bit too much familiarity with people like you can Definitely. just be messaging me at 10 o'clock thinking I'll get it done within the next hour do you know what I mean so mm, mm. I definitely think that going back into the office would definitely maybe bring some like structure back in the definitely, sense that definitely definitely like how can you like physically how do you think that you can message me at 9 p.m and think hmm. i'm gonna do like i'm not getting paid for the extra hours you know what i mean <laughs> i get paid a salary not a not an hourly rate like do you get what i mean so i get what you mean i get what you mean that's, that's crazy to me but as well Sha. but yeah I'll, I'll report back to you guys yeah, like, let us know. <laughs> I will, I will. I'm I'm excited though, because like I mentioned, like so much happened. Like I've actually moved into a completely different part of the business. Like I'm doing yeah. completely so basically a new team and I've not met a single not well, I've met some of them, but like only at drinks and you know, they don't actually they haven't seen me in my like working environment kind of thing. So mm. it'll be nice to do that. But um, you shouldn't. <laughs> yes all, yes all. Because honestly, I did the other day, sorry to keep on going on. This is my last point. I did the other day, like I definitely feel like a massive part of like the reason why like I I have my job or something is because I have like good interpersonal skills if that makes sense so like mm. I feel like especially my team like if they're able to actually like see the way that I interact with them and actually because I think one thing I've realized again is I hate messaging people on teams for for stuff and I didn't realize how much I like stop myself from doing things because like I did I wanted to ask someone a question I was like our CBA to, to type it on teams because literally just like it's so much effort to even just type it that I'm just like CBA but I'm like if I was in, in if I was in the office if I can just bounce back a quick idea over you know over the desks that is already an interaction that can be logged in terms of my manager can be like okay cool I can see what she's thinking of rather than me having to report like do you want to jump on a call so I can tell you what I'm thinking do you know what I mean yeah um but yeah no that's the one part again that I'm looking forward to but yeah I'll relate back to you guys how it goes I become like Sharon now What's that? Going in? Yeah. Okay. So how, how, much... many time, how many times do you go in a week? Um, so I alternate. I go in every other week and I go in for like two to three days. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, I just, I prefer it for all the reasons that you've just described. Like, first mm. of all, like it's, my team doesn't come in. My team is based, like we're split across the country. Like some people are London based and some people are based in like 
the other place mm. um so my team I don't really work with them but I actually have like friends at work so sometimes we will like my group or whatever will try and come in like some of like at the same time mm. so then what we'll do is that like, we'll work in the office together and then after work we'll like go for like drinks or whatever for for a bit or go for a drink and then most of the time I come back to the office and then I just finish doing my work Mm. Um, but yeah I just like that separation because then when you go home you can actually relax because Mm. it's like you've done all that you needed to do your laptop is in the in the locker at work and when you come home it's like there's nothing more that you can do because you don't even have the means to do anything yeah Um, Yeah. so yeah I prefer I'd much prefer it Okay, guys, so as you know, each week we do a song of the week, and this week is my turn to do a song of the week. Um, I'm going to be doing a song that I have literally had on repeat, like, since it dropped, and that is Karma by, is it Odile? Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Odile. Yeah, Odile. I just love that song. Honestly, I just love it. I sent it to the people that I normally, like, send music to, be like, oh, listen to this, and for some reason everybody's like, yeah, I've already heard this, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> but these times I'm like, but I sent it to you on the day that it dropped, so how is everybody getting the... Because the, I remember uh, I told you he put the full the snippet on, um, on Instagram, like, months ago. Oh, swear. I don't Yeah, and also, and on Twitter as well, so, and it's one of the ones that blew. Okay. Yeah. I was like, ah. Somebody was like, get with the program. I was thinking, but it dropped today. <laughs> <laughs> like, it dropped today. He's one of the artists that he literally puts, like, he when he was doing that one, because it's obviously such a short song. Yeah. He literally ended up putting, because I, when I was the one he played, when I, when I actually heard it when he dropped, it was literally only a small part that was added on, but everything mm. else was basically the same. Okay. But yes, yeah, Karma by Odile. I really like, I really like that song. Like, I, really I really like the album. Well, it's not album. It's, it's just two, two songs, tracks. isn't it? Yeah, it's just two, tr- two songs, sorry. <laughs> My bad, y'all. I didn't mean album. <laughs> I mean that whatever it's called is it's called Karma. The whole thing is another project. I don't think that's even an EP. I like it's you like it's like a project or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, yeah, they're both really good. But Karma's definitely my favorite. But anyway, as usual, we will put it on our Instagram stories. We'll add it to our highlights and we'll add it to our playlists. Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> Right, say no more. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even. No, we're not saying. We're not saying it. We're not saying it. We're not saying it. It's true. Saying you're it. right. You're right. No. Okay. Cool. Oh my gosh. So this week, yeah, I saw a tweet, and <laughs> when I saw it, I actually, I actually was like, yikes. Um, and I just thought that I'd get you guys' opinion on it. So I feel like I stay reading tweets on this pod, you know. <laughs> Anyway, sure. um, so this girl said, my boyfriend makes 80 to 85k a year. By the way, I don't know why people, anyway, I've said this before, I don't know how people oh, come, I don't know how people about their L's. Yeah, so I, can. That. I could never. Mm. <laughs> right, let me start again. My boyfriend makes 80 to 85 a year. I'm literally flat broke from not being able to work for a month before I got this job. We live together. This man literally won't loan me a dollar for groceries without me promising to pay him back five times. Like, why am I alone in this? Where is the team? Ah, oh, it is well. People are suffering in this life. Hey, God. Tell me, what were you going to say about the tweet? Yeah, I was just going to go off the part where you said that people keep on like saying their L's. Even mm. if this was my reality, yeah. There's no way that no I'm way. Putting, putting it on the forefront that, 
first of all, how much my man earns. Mm-hmm. Second of all, me calling myself a brokey mm-hmm. and me being with a guy that seems to be so inconsiderate. Mm. I was really, really, <laughs> how many like, L's in one like, thing? Um, you're bad also balls. jobless. That's even yeah, number you're, four. You're, you don't have a job. You're broke. Your bad man balls. has a job. He has a good job. He's earning a lot of money. Baz. He's not giving you any any of the money. You guys live together, so basically you're living in bondage. And he's telling Jesus. you that um, if you if he pays for something, you have to pay it back. Like what? The, like you're actually living in like I don't even know. And then like he actually hates you. Like we have to go back to that uh, that episode where we're like, mm. how did you know that he actually hates you? Insert tweet here because that is literally like <laughs> I don't mm. know how else. <laughs> How else you could even? I don't know, boy. That is a that is a mazzoline. That mm. so many L's in one tweet. I don't know how people. I don't know how people do it. Me either. I really don't. Like mm. if I was to tweet something that was an L, best believe the 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 second half of the tweet is the success. Do you get what I mean? I'm not gonna come and be like, oh, I'm broke. And that's it. I would come and be like, I was broke, but look at how God has delivered me. Like, me, I you know ain't even I mean? tweeting that one, fam. I'm, honestly, that's what I'm saying. I ain't if even I were tweeting ever, that one. But I was saying, if I was to ever, ever do anything like that, it would never be like, I would never just, I don't know how she said that she's flat out broke. Like, she said now, that. You said you're flat out, yeah. That's she said like, that. there's nothing in the account. Like, the account she is bleeding. She's red. She's suffering. She's living off her man is what she said in that tweet. That but means that, you know, that no. You know what that means? She's gone, she's gone through her family and that's not she I mean there it's not even about it's not even about going through your family because I'm thinking like if I was living with my man, there's absolutely absolute there's absolutely no way <laughs> no that right. I'll be saying that I'm flat out broke. If I was living sorry. Sorry, there's there's absolutely no way that I can be living with my man, someone that claims that loves me, and I'll be coming to the timeline to be Mm. telling people that I'm flat out broke. Nah. (laughs) That is funny. No way. What the heck? No way. (laughs) No way. Chloe style, no way. No No way. Do you think Really? Like, I can't, I sorry, I just can't believe that, like, your man does not love you. Like, how can he be telling you to pay? Pay with what? I'm flat out broke. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's, let's reel it in, reel it in. <laughs> There's nothing to reel. Reel it in, wait. Let He's me, flat out let broke. Let me ask my question. Let me, reel. <laughs> let me, let me ask one. There's no phone to even do the anyway. How's she even tweeting? How's she paying the bill? He's um, paying the bill. He's paying the electricity. Anyway, let me start. Okay, so in this in this situation, what would you do? What do you mean? What would I do? Are you leaving? Like, what would you? Do Am I the one that's flat out broke? Yes, obviously. That's what I'm saying. What would you do if you were the woman? I ain't even gonna be flat out broke for me to leave, boy. <laughs> I have not got to be flat out broke for me to leave. It's clear the guy hates her. He does. It's clear the guy hates her. I'm sorry. That's I don't know if that's the case, you know. Hmm? I feel like she hasn't provided the full story. I feel like maybe, like, he has actually been 
like uh what's it what's the word maybe he's actually been like supplying her every need like she's living off of him he's probably paying all of the rent and like she's he's feeding her he's doing all these things bearing in mind that's her boyfriend like not her husband or whatever and she's like maybe she's not really um what's the word maybe she's not like really doing anything about it and he's just thinking mommy she has a job coming up so i don't know what, what else you want her to do she's in a month I'm so- She's only I'm been a sorry. Month in between jobs, to be, I'm, I don't, I don't get it. I'm ever so sorry, but if you are living with your man, it's different if you're at home and your yeah. man lives somewhere else. Like you lot have made a commitment that oh, we're gonna live together. Cool. So that means that obviously there's some things that um, it's gonna happen, like probably sharing the bills, sharing the rent, things like that. If I'm in a position to pay for some stuff because I've got a high earning job I'm able to cover it by myself if I know that my boyfriend is not um, is not up right now he's in between jobs and things like that there's no way I'm going to be shaming saying that oh you know you have to pay me back the, 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 the baked beans that I bought for you the last oh, time you know, you to, you know you have to pay me back you know what I mean like, but I'm going to continue to play devil's advocate what if he's also thinking like how did you not like where are your savings because my thing is that how are you flat out broke within a month Mm. like surely and also the thing is as well i don't know how it works when you lose your job but i'm sure that you have to like they can't just say you're fired and that's it you can't come in tomorrow like normally they'll be like if you get laid off like you'll have like a month or so i'm guessing so even if they told you we're actually in a pandemic like Things are happening like people were mm-hmm. losing their jobs left, right, and center, True. and some of them didn't have enough notice. Like, yeah, how much you would have when you okay, like, cool. But where are your savings though? No, but it's not like some people actually don't like as as bad as it sounds. Some people don't have savings, and some people oh, that's an issue. But it, it, not really because if someone yeah, if living, you have rent to pay and you don't have savings, no. Like... But if someone is living paycheck to paycheck, how the heck are they going? To, um, mm, to to have mm, savings, maybe that's the reason why she even she needs to get a new job. Pardon? That's the reason why she probably even needed a new job yeah, as well, and probably the reason why they're even living together to save costs. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. like, you actually have to think of people's circumstances. Like, it's really easy to say, "Oh, like, how do you have it?" Like, but there's a lot of people that are literally living paycheck to paycheck. Like, yeah. their paycheck basically covers them for the month and like, i mean they're you know surviving I mean? if as long as even if they're not I, I think that's a very good point to make tammy because obviously i feel like there's so much pressure to save to save and i'm not trying to underestimate that i know how important it is but i also do think that you know those people who are living paycheck to paycheck like like i mentioned one it's it's hard to even find the money to save but if they're in a position where they're not borrowing and they're spending what they earn then one can't really get mad at that if, if mm. it makes sense. So it's, if it's a case where she, in this example, isn't owing anyone any money because she's not borrowing, but in this particular case, she just needs support for that one month until she gets her new job, then, yeah, I just don't understand why someone needs to be bringing up savings. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, yeah. I think that's a very good point you've raised, Tammy. Yeah, because I do know that when you actually, like, because obviously... People like me, like, obviously, you, you live with your parents, so there's a lot of costs that 
obviously I won't like do like food shopping, living mm-hmm. in the house, paying rent, like stuff like that. But some people like they're actually going through it and like mm-hmm. they have a they have they're independent, they've got a lot to do, like they've got they might even have people depending on them as well. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like some people actually don't have the means to save as as crazy as it sounds, but that's literally some people's reality. And like even when you like watch shows and stuff like they're actually people that are literally living paycheck to paycheck. Like, like what they earn is how much is literally goes out at the same time. If you go mm. in, their mm. outcome is, and their income is basically balanced. Like, there's mm. no room room to save. And so, especially, and like I mentioned on that point, that if they're not borrowing, then they're living. They're still living within their means. So you yeah, can't like, really because you can down live, on them because you can live within your means and still not save. If that makes sense, yeah. because especially if like. Some people they might even be thinking like, "What the hell am I even saving for?" Like, I don't want to buy a house. Um, I've already got like I I already have my car. Like, maybe they just have enough to fill up their tank for the month. Like, mm. like they actually have all of like they budget themselves according to what they have. If that makes sense. And mm. as crazy as it sounds, but like, do you ever just think like, "What the hell am okay?" If you weren't saving for like a house or like stuff like what are you actually saving for? Do you know what I mean? Not to say that saving is bad or anything, but, like, if you take out, like, big things, like maybe a car or a house, like, what are you actually saving for, if that makes sense? Because I think because as... this boy. What did you say? For times like this. (laughs) It's true. Honestly, times like this, like... (laughs) But I'm just thinking, like, I think, especially as Black people as well, like, we always have to be prepared for like a rainy day, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think that's why a lot of people save as well. Like some people could not even be saving for anything, yeah. But they just as long as they're saving, mm. it's fine. If you get what I mean? So mm. yeah, I think that's something. Yeah, it's it's true. Like she should she should be saving, but whether she could, it's another um another mm. another topic. How but how's your man earning earning eighty five? Anyway, I don't know. I'm so done. Yeah, I do get what you guys are all, what you both are saying. Um, I do feel like he sounds really stingy, but for me, I'm just like that. There sound like it just sounds like there's something missing. Like I just feel because it just doesn't sound logical to me. It's like, how is your man on eighty five k, and he's telling you you have to pay him back for groceries that you're both going to eat? Like I don't know. I just feel like that. Like something's not making sense. <laughs> Mm. yeah 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 definitely and the fact that it's groceries as well like if it's a big if it's like a seriously okay don't get me wrong like groceries Chanel can, bag now or something don't kill me no groceries can groceries be racking up money like it costs a lot yeah. of money to shop but that that is a necessity like you need to eat if that makes sense like if it's something that's not a necess- necessity sorry then yeah then in that case, I can understand why he might be a bit more lenient, like more strict with the way he handles it, and you know says, "Can't lie, I'm not really, you know, what I mean, like, nah." Or you have to pay back immediately. And yeah, there's. I think Sharon's point is definitely right. There's clearly something that we're that we don't have access to. Like maybe she's done something previously in the past where she's taken some money and not paid it back, um, mm. and then he's just saying, "Look, with all this money you're spending, like." you know you're gonna need to pay back because that's just you can't just obviously I know your partner's meant to be there but at the same time you know if you guys were both agreeing on something you can't just always just rely on someone else to get you out of a situation 
Um, yeah. You have to be held. You have to be held accountable. And obviously, you know, it's good that she's got her new job. I think that's great because, you know, it it means that she has some sort of income coming in on the horizon. I can imagine if she didn't have a job, it, it would probably be a bit worse. Um, but yeah, that, I, I don't know. That's basically what I want to say. This is just a random question, but would your man be your first point of con- of con- no? Yeah, I mean, I've no, which is why I said that. For you to be going to your man, it means that you've exhausted your other options. Like no one's going to their man first. Some, I'm sorry, no, unless you no, cut out. Some people aren't like that. Trust me. No, I'm saying unless you don't have a good relationship with your family and like your family, um, I can understand why some people might not go through friends at all. That's I think that one's more understandable. But family, if if you don't have a good relationship, then I guess no. I think in this instance, it's a bit different because you're living with your man, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but your parents wouldn't like. Okay, I'm think. I'm if sorry, you applied but if to us, was... if you applied to us, by the way, she looks quite old. Like she's. That's like... I'm thinking. Like, okay, so if I was, um, let's say I was thirty, and I was living with my man, Wait, and, don't, um... don't don't lift don't lift up the age. Do do it as in your now. Okay, so I mean... if I if I was now and I was living with my don't man, lift like up the age. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that if I was gonna kill if me. I was don't if I me. was to, if I was to go to my parents and be like, oh, like. I'm struggling financially. The first thing that they'll say to me is, okay, um, you need to move out and stop spending money on that rent and come and live at home. That's the first thing that they would say to me. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be like, oh, um, like they would tell me to look at my like my expenses and things like that. Like you have a bed at home. That's what they would tell me. Do you know what I mean? Like Yeah, but Tammy, this let's let's take it back to this context. This is this is a month of um just in between jobs. I don't think your parents would necessarily need yeah, so, to. Yeah, so in my mind, if it's a month in between jobs, why can I not go to the person that I'm living with? I'm not saying why can't you, but I'm saying would that be your first choice? It would 100% be my first choice because I've chosen to, I've chosen to, like, imagine if, okay. I think this is different. Just, okay, maybe I'm, maybe. It's not, I don't think, I don't think it's different because at the end of the day, it's not just a roommate that you're living with. This is actually someone that you say that you love and you probably going to spend the rest of your life. If like if I was married No, I get what you mean. I get if what I you was mean. Mar- if I was married, the first person I would go to is my husband. Obviously you're not at, at this point you're not married, but in my first thing would be the first person to go to is the person that I'm living with, which happens to be my boyfriend. Like if I was to tell him like, oh um he would even know I've lost my job. Um I'm in between jobs can you pick up a few more of the bills this month as I can't mm. physically do it? And I don't think if literally a month, that's literally like one bill, like per thing, like, oh, mm. the rent, oh, the water bill, oh, the electricity. And to top it off, you're actually earning 85K. Come mm. on, come mm. on. Mm. Like you're actually living, you're actually living with the person, like you're actually living with him. It's mm. not like you're not, that is different if you're at home and, You've got some things that you need to pay. Of course, the first people I go to is my parents. But if I'm living with my boyfriend mm. and he would know things, that I'm not going. I'm not going to work. I don't have a job, so he mm. would know I don't have a job. So, in his mind, I would want him to be considerate enough to be like, "Oh, don't worry, I'll get it this month," or "Don't like, do you know what I mean? Like, don't mm. worry, like that's how it's meant to be." Because if it was the other way around, I think I'd do the same thing. If mm. that makes sense, I don't know. I would want him to come to me if there was something going on financially. And mm. imagine, do you think like a like? Let's say it was the other way around. Do you think a man would be going to their parents for because he's in financial struggles? 
Mm. I don't. Think, I don't think so. If you get mm-hmm. what I mean. I mean, some men wouldn't even go to their girl because they'll no, be yeah. too ashamed. So, um, oh, true. Yeah. But the thing is, though, I know that the reason I'm saying no is a pride thing. Like, I know that I would much rather just ask my parents for the money, especially if it's just a month. Like, I'd much rather just ask my parents, like, oh, like I've lost my job. Can you borrow me this or whatever? Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Yeah, this actually, I think this leads on to, I mean, the topic as well, and is is part of the debate and the talk. Um about handling like money and stuff like that I think this is definitely for me brought out some things that I think there's clear differences between the way that me and Tammy approach would approach that situation so and I think Sharon's more lean on my side but I don't think mine is anything based on ego or pride or anything I think it's she just from hearing of other people's because like again like I'm I'm not in that situation and I don't think I will be in a position where I'm living with someone before marriage but I obviously have heard of people and I mean one of the reasons why is also hearing of other people's experiences and learning from it which I always say is so key that people do because people just be hearing stuff and be letting it go out of the other end and when it happens to them they'll be shocked but anyways um one thing that I've learned is about how to handle your money when you're in a relationship with someone that is not your your you know your husband or your wife not saying that you should look to the negative and think that things won't work out but however there are certain things that I think just make sense to just avoid completely and it's not a case of you know I think this won't work I think it's just just being I don't know I don't know if it's safeguarded I don't know what it is but like I wouldn't in like in that in this scenario I wouldn't want to really put pressure on my partner to provide the money because obviously if they know the context if they don't offer I'm not gonna I don't have to explain it like I'm not really gonna ask and like I mentioned I'd probably go to my parents not because of a pride thing, but it's like, you know the context. If you don't want to help, that's fine. Not that's that's fine. Obviously, there's a bit of like, oh, okay, cool. But like, you know. Mm, but just... then that person may not, th- if you don't ask, the person's not going to know. Like the person may think like, I thought like you have savings for a month. Like you're going to know like, okay, cool. Like, like, this is what I was saying earlier about like, you know, when Tammy was saying, what do you save for if you've, if you're, if you've already got everything that you need? Well, you save for times where like, god forbid but you drastically like lose your job and you still have to pay for the things that are outgoings anyway so that person may be thinking if you don't ask that she's she's set because she's got savings like they might not it might not be a thing of them being like um choosing to be ignorant if that makes sense Mm, i do I, i get what you mean but i think in a relationship it's a bit different if that makes sense like if you're in a relationship where you are obviously like open with each other and you're talking and things like that I, I i don't know i just feel like but if you're open with each other shouldn't you be open enough to say i need help yeah i get that you need help but also you can also flip it and just say that you know they would know about your situation because obviously you would say to them like oh yeah like i don't really have you you're basically it's not a call for help but you're basically you're setting up the scene like you know oh i'm in between jobs but i actually don't have money to like do all this or do all that because I mean, her issue here is not the fact that he's. I don't think he's even yeah, saying no. Think... The issue here is not. He's not saying no. The issue here is just that he keeps on bugging her to say, oh, "You're gonna. You need to pay me back. You need to pay me back. You need to pay me back." 
Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I don't know. But you were saying that you wouldn't ask your man for money. I wouldn't go to him first, no. Okay, Unless but then you said that because he should be able to pick up on the signs that... No, not because... He's... Sorry, it's not a direct link. I think I was mixing up my point there. Sorry. Um, but what I was going to just say is that I've learned from other people's examples about mixing money in certain situations can sometimes not turn out pretty I, mm. I don't know how to explain it and um when you guys aren't married and stuff no one really has the responsibility I don't you don't really have responsibility when you're married but you do kind of do you get what I'm trying to say like I don't I just heard of I've just heard of a lot of situations where people have found themselves where they've borrowed this person money or they've given this person money then let's say things don't work out or let's say something happens like it's it's caused problems and for me I feel like when you know when if that if I were ever to be put in that situation I would want to keep my finances as separate as possible up until the moment where if we're living and we own the property then I think that's when it comes into play where I feel like you can cover me but together and we're a couple but we're just doing our like when we're we're just in a relationship we're not married even though yes you are my partner I still think that there's not I don't want to say roommate but when it comes to finances and stuff it's separate you, it's not aligned I but that's the way that... I agree and I feel like that's part of the reason why I don't even want to live with someone that's my point that's my the point. lines the expectation of this woman for example is that like you're my boyfriend that like, you should be picking up the slack where I where I've like I'm not able to mm. but then my whole thing as well is kind of like I get that and like I feel like like a normal person who is kind would do that but then also at the end of the day it's like that's your boyfriend not your husband like I don't know if that's wrong to say and maybe no I think I think saying it but I just feel like this is not a joint thing that we have together like this is like a you pay your portion of the the rent I pay my portion I feel like um in a situation where you're married like then you bring well this is what I'm thinking that you would bring your money together and even if you are like even if you're not physically bringing it together as in you don't have a joint account like you're still working with the mindset of like cool like we're a unit if that makes sense well I don't really know if you get that whole kind of we are one when your boyfriend and girlfriend living together like I don't know because like Beatrice said as well if things if things end now and you're thinking right like when this person was um what did she say broke on out or flat mm. broke or flat on broke whatever she said I covered her this I covered her that I covered her do you know what I mean mm. I don't know man yeah I don't I know I feel, I feel funny about mixing finances when when things aren't there's like, no actual commitment in yeah. terms of like yeah longevity no yeah yeah because you have to swallow that out like what can you do like you actually yeah. have to firm it like there's nothing that you can do so I feel like if you're if you know that you can do it and no you'll never have any regrets no matter if that person god forbid like cheated on you or whatever mm. the case may be then by all means spend all your money on them but mm. if you know that hmm i might feel away if this doesn't work out then mm. i can't lie you have to apply wisdom yeah definitely but that kind of leads on to my other question which was how do you how important do you think financial compatibility is in a romantic relationship um, 
financial compatibility so i think it's important i definitely think it's important but i think that i don't know how to explain it it's more about okay it's definitely on an individual like case-by-case basis but my point is it's not necessarily like okay like you need to be exactly the same in terms of what you're earning but i think the way that you value money or you see money needs to be aligned Mm. because i think there's a difference there because not saying this this works but let me give an example let's say you do have someone who's earning i don't know 120k and then you have someone that's earning 50k yeah Mm -hmm. that's that's a massive difference that's over times to the amount of what like someone's earning yeah do you get i'm trying to say the difference between the Mm -hmm. two Mm -hmm. but if both of you had the mindset of you know I'm going to save a bit for the future. I want to use some of my money for holiday. I want to use some of my money for this. I want to do that. I know that there's going to be differences in the value of it, but the way it's being used is aligned. And I think that is the crucial part. Question. Yeah. How does that differ when, like, you have such a like a variance in how much people are earning because somebody that's on 50 50 is a lot of money as well but like somebody that's on 50 versus somebody that's on 120 the person on 120 can go on like five five holidays a year yeah yeah let's say but the other person who's in that same romantic relationship or whatever can maybe only afford to go on holiday twice yes so if you're still viewing the same thing of we'll use some of our money for holiday it's like Mm. how like to what extent i don't know if i'm asking no i get exactly what you mean but i don't think that is the crucial part. i don't think that is a part that can really break a relationship like i feel like the part mm. where mine where finance breaks it is when your mindset and the way you treat money is is very very different so in that exact same scenario now let's say the person who's earning 50k is in a situation where they cannot even afford to put any of their money towards a holiday because of the way that the rest of whatever they've got going on is set up so therefore they don't treat holiday as like something that their money goes towards i think that cause that is more likely to cause more damage than somebody who still values what you want to do but maybe there's a bit of limitation i think that's where compromise because everybody knows and that's something that i think i've definitely grasped onto one you know the episode that we had with vanessa everybody who is in a long-term relationship regardless of what it is always mentions that compromise comes into play and i feel like the compromise there in terms of reducing your holiday from five to three is something that is more easier to swap it's easier to swallow than having to be in a situation where you're with somebody who cannot go on holiday because of the context of whatever they're earning and things like that so yeah for me like even just from you know knowing from what like money talks within like marriages and things like that even in those type of commitments you know it's mainly about where your money is going to and kind of your your setup and the way that it's allocated. I think that is really where problems start to arise. Not saying that it's, you know, compromising from five to three holidays isn't something, but I think it's definitely a lot easier to manage. Mm. What do you think? I was going to ask Tammy, what do you think? Um, in terms of finances, I definitely think that Sometimes it's a touchy subject because 
I think we've all stated in the past that we would, if we were in relationships, we would want our men to earn more than us because that's how we'd feel a bit more. Is the word comfortable? I don't know how, however, to mm. what to put it. But I just feel like, sorry, I just keep on going back. I can't. I just keep on going back to the tweet. Like, how can you be earning eighty five k? That is so funny. But you know what? You're yeah, not to underestimate how much eighty five k is. But no, but I'm just thinking like, like sorry to kind of drift away from the thing, but I just feel like if my man was earning eighty five k, and <laughs> sorry, this tweet is baffling me. If my man was earning eighty five k, and I was broke for a month, take fine all this financial compliance. So screw that. Like, I just like actually throw that out of the window because. It's just in that moment of time that I just need your support. If that makes I know, sense, but, yeah. Tammy, but that's not, not really using the tweet as context yeah, now. I'm no. just asking, just in general, like how important do you think it is? Obviously, we know that there's something else going on between this <laughs> yeah, couple that, that we're not yeah, sure yeah. about. But just in general, um, it's definitely very important. I think we definitely need to be on the same page. Um, yeah, like, I don't know what else to say. I just feel like, um, I think I agree with what, what you guys both said. I just feel like in this day and age, it's very hard to kind of, as I said, money is a touchy subject. Like, even, with, like, let me throw a question to you guys. Like, when you, when you guys, sorry, when you guys. When, I haven't even guys, answered, but yeah, carry on. Sorry, yeah. when you guys are, are going to be in a relationship, yeah? Would you tell, um, like, your partner how much you were earning? I would. Um, mm, I think I would when it comes to literally, like, we're about to, we're basically about to be engaged or we're engaged. No, 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 no. Like, you guys are just together. Like, there's no... In, like there's no ring there's no nothing like unless he's to be fair that I'm quite I'm quite transparent with how much yeah. I earn because I genuinely feel like these you know like obviously I know people say it but having these conversations it really allows you to know kind of what you need to be like looking for or or things like that and obviously I can't lie to you I know we, we joke about these sort of things but most salaries like the average and stuff it's all available online like I can't lie when you know somewhere <laughs> someone works and where what role they have like you roughly know kind of how much they're earning and you have mm. access to that information so mm. I don't think it's necessarily like I don't think it's a big deal to say it. and especially if my partner what if my partner ended up being in the same sort of working industry as me like I definitely would have that conversation what there's definitely like a benefit to to being as transparent um in that case because you don't even know like maybe your partner knows like oh maybe you should be earning more or you will just have a general conversation you you start to you know realize oh you know maybe i need to to be asking for more salary in my next more money on my next um job but yeah i think sorry just to answer your question i would i wouldn't say the exact amount but yeah, I wouldn't actually. That's, let me let me not lie. I wouldn't say the exact amount. Like I'm earning blah blah blah. Would you give like Would you give like a window like at over two? I mean, if they things are if they ask me directly, I would tell them like I, this is the thing. Like I don't think it's a case where I'm like hiding it. Like if someone asks me directly, like how much do you earn? Like I would actually generally tell you if if there's a reason to why you're asking because 
yeah like I feel like especially when you are with someone if you are getting to the point where you're serious let's say you said I know you said you shouldn't be thinking about engagement but if you are getting to the point of where someone's serious I definitely think you need to have a month a a conversation about money because fam from learning from that love is blind or whatever that show is and knowing kind of debts that you might be in taking on from someone like i think it's just important to have that transparency you won't have that with every single person in a relationship or you know who you end up being in a relationship with but if you see it being a a serious long like lifetime partner like i genuinely mm. don't see what the big deal is like yeah like, i just don't see what the big deal is and i can't lie to you people be earning people be earning amounts but the way they manage their money that's really the crucial part here i can't lie to you it's not about the, it's not about the amount that they're earning because fam people be earning a, a lot less and they'll be doing a lot more with it because they know how to manage their money they'll be investing they'll be doing all these things so yeah. just saying your salary is not as much of a big deal as people make it out to be um it doesn't define you so it's just about how you do what you do like with that money um so i know it's long but i just wanted to make those points um would I tell my partner my salary? I'm really open and um, transparent about salary as well. Like like mm. said, if anyone asked me how much I earn and it was like, not just because you're being nosy, that would be weird. Like I would mm. like, want to know. But um, if they had a reason or whatever, then absolutely, I would definitely say like, I have literally no qualms about it. If I was mm. asked about my salary, I wouldn't be working at my job. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, mean? I would have left. Um, so yeah, I'm happy to say, but at the same time, like, I think that it will become important when um, like you do get into a position maybe for people who are going to live with their partners before they get married. Like Absolutely. obviously you're going to need yeah. to live with your partners on. And then also when you get to that position as well, when you're actually working towards the same financial goals, mm-hmm. um, again, you need to have a conversation about money because it might be a thing where you're like, okay, cool. We're saying that we want to buy this kind of house in this many years. I'm not earning like, enough so that when we combine our salaries together we combine our salaries together we can actually afford yeah. that kind of mortgage those kind of conversations have to be had so you can't really be shy about talking yeah. about money i think I honestly think- like it, it actually it's a very good point shan and honestly like like i said before money actually doesn't define like your value like i think that's something mm. that people need to get out of their heads like mm. there's so much you can do and the, like i mentioned like i know people who are literally making moves with money and i'm thinking if i had that money i would not be able to manage it the way you're managing it so mm. you can't just hear an amount and then just say oh this is this is the type of person you are this is who you are this yeah. is what you do like not at all not at all so yeah um yeah like I, I definitely think that I I'm well like Sharon said we even speak about it ourselves like amongst each other as well like have those conversations I know it's off topic but it's so important like it does yeah, a lot. yeah I do that all the time especially because we're obviously in like the same industry but yeah. obviously we do different roles like any time that I have a question about salary or whatever I'll come to Beatrice and I'll be like this is what they're saying what do you think about this like I do it mm. all the time I don't know I don't really think it's I genuinely don't think it's a big deal at no. all like no. um so yeah like I think that's even part I was even going to say this is part of the financial compatibility thing Mm. it's not even just about do you earn are you in the same tax bracket for example Mm. it's also like how free are they to even discuss money with you like yeah if the person is like shaking yeah (laughs) then it's just like we're not going to be able to get anything done because it's like I'm asking you a question you feel like you can't be honest or you don't want to say or Mm. um like like Beatrice said, like valuing the same sort of things. Like, mm. do you know, someone said to me, I won't say who it is yet, but someone said to me, you and Beatrice are the biggest spenders I know. Oh, and, people said to me all the time. And I, about me as well. Yes, about both of us. 
Wow. That to me was so shocking. My mouth was on the floor. Bruh. Because I was like, I don't even spend a lot of money. Um, I'm just trying to... Th- Oh gosh. What? This is why I just feel like some people just are too over familiar. Like just because <laughs> I've bought something and I've posted it on my snap, you now think I'm buying the whole damn store. Like I just don't understand. Like it's like people just have maybe the tummy, person has tummy. it's not even that. Just because I bought it, don't don't think it was my money. Like honestly, <laughs> I know that doesn't sound, no, that it's doesn't true. sound like it makes it's sense. True. But for example, yeah. For example, in Marbella, I went to we went to YSL and I bought a card holder. Mm. Yeah, I didn't even post that on my story, but um, I think when I, like, we were in a store, or whatever, and like me and bitches, we took a picture or whatever. So I guess you could see the bag or something, whatever. Anyway, I think it was even that was even on my private story. I think I don't think it was on my main story. Anyway, yeah. somebody was now saying, "Oh, something you're such a big spender. Look at the car that you drive. Look at this." Thing. And I was like, "My car was a gift." The card holder, my that wallet holder, my uncle bought that for me. Like, mm. don't just think that, like, because something is on social media, absolutely, that, that's absolutely. my money. Like, no, but Sharon, but Sharon, even if you did buy those things from yourself, can you not save? Yourself, I think people forget that there's there's a whole thing of saving as well. Like, <sighs> bro, fam. But, anyways, my guess is you're one of the Beatrice, biggest spenders I know. Beatrice, even if you I didn't save, me. even if you bought the money, even if you bought it from your current account. Who the hell cares? Fam. Like, like, okay, so if I'm a big spender, what about these other people out there that are buying mansions, Lamborghinis? Like, mm-hmm. Who are you mm-hmm. If I'm a big spender, then what about you that you go out and you eat every single day? This is the thing, yeah? Like People just... Mm, go on, it's the over-familiarity for me. Not even just that. People think that because you bought one bag, then mm. you're a big spender, but it's like, okay, but like you spend that amount of money in a week. Yeah, like mm. going out, take like eating drinks. This is, mm. do you know what I mean? But it's mm. like because I bought one, <laughs> one card holder now. Yeah, mm. card holder. Mm. I was just a bit like, don't, don't like. And I just feel like this is the whole social media perception thing. And I think that's the reason it confused me because the person that said it was actually my friend, like not some mm. random person on Insta. And mm. I was just a bit like, what? And like mm-hmm. one thing I've realized recently. And I was saying this to Beatrice in Marbella as well, is that like people take social media so seriously. Like they think that the perception is reality. And sometimes mm-hmm. the person that's even like creating that perception doesn't even realize that they're doing it. Yeah. But they're just, they just want to, I don't know, they're just living how they would normally live or whatever and sharing on socials as they would normally share. But then people are thinking that. It oh, that person must be, like, wealthy because... Mm. And I'm just, like, in 2021, you people are still thinking that way. It's so wrong. It's so wrong. It just doesn't... um, Yeah, linking it back to the topic, though. (laughs) um, Yeah, I got distracted. No, 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 but I think everything we mentioned is is, is actually even applicable because, yeah, this is why I say when when your people are scared to have these conversations about how much they earn with their partner and stuff, like, honestly, like I said, and it's clear we've just said it now, like, it doesn't define who you are like do you know what I mean like mm. um and yeah I definitely think that and also sorry just one thing to to mention is that people who are because Sharon you mentioned you know those people who are scared to kind of have those conversations and th- that is absolutely right like I just don't think that can work because I think people forget obviously I, I don't want to put so much money so much you know emphasis on money but money is crucial to doing what you want to do and people sometimes are just like dumbfounded they have such a mad idea and then it's like 
okay so for example if like you've got a couple and like the girl wants to live in a house that's literally like 10 bedrooms walk-in wardrobe swimming pool outside all these sort of things yet when your man is now asking you how much do you earn so we can start planning and (laughs) you've been saying verbally all these things you want to do you're now scared and you're now shivering like I think that is where as well it can cause a lot of issues because especially if you set this whole requirement like you want this you want that you want this you want that i'm not saying that you can't demand those things if you don't earn enough but if you're if you're not even if you're shameful about it then it it clearly means that your conscious is telling you that what you want you don't deserve if that makes sense because some people be scared to say how much they earn because they don't want to make it seem like they're you know they don't want their partner to think that they're leeching off them or they're doing Mm. all this or whatever but if you don't feel like that then say it and be like yeah you know i know that you will help me do this like do you know i mean i don't have to explain it but i definitely think that comes into play especially with some women and you know the the type of guys that they might they might want to be with etc there's nothing wrong with wanting a guy that earns so much more than you and wanting him to do a lot but you know i don't think it's a you know when he de- if he comes now to ask you like i don't think you should be sh- ashamed you know what i mean like especially if he knows that you know you're you're in whatever situation or you don't even have to be in a situation this is just your life like it's not a shameful thing like like i said i i keep on saying it money does not define who you are mm-hmm. no yeah it's true and i think just going back to your point earlier about compromise like it's actually so true like there's some people I'll take myself for example I like to go on holiday like at least once a year for Mm. me that is a necessary luxury I think I've said that on this pod before like I it's necessary for me um but I'm happy to forego like maybe some other things if I needed to to be able to afford that Mm. but likewise my partner might not like like he might a holiday might not be a priority to him like he might rather like do something else like buy a car or something do you know what i mean mm, whereas mm. with me i'm not really big on cars for example so i'm not going to say oh i'm not going on holiday because i want to buy a car like that's mm. it's probably not going to be me mm. but in like a situation where you're with someone and you have varying priorities i feel like even though you have varying priorities you could still be financially compatible if you're willing to make the compromises so this is obviously an extreme example but maybe I'm like okay normally I would go on three holidays a year but this year I only go on one because I know yeah. that like he would prefer to like spend more like save up a bit more so that he can buy the car that he actually has been wanting for ages mm. and then maybe the following year it's like okay once he's got his car like he's happy to go on, go with me on these three holidays like that kind of thing like I feel like that could also be financial compatibility Absolutely. like respecting each other's spending decisions exactly um, and saving decisions in some cases because mm-hmm. I know that some people obviously as well think like why the heck are we saving all this money for what like mm. but, you know you in some cases you'll need to respect that and in other cases like they'll need to respect the fact that you also want to enjoy your life so yeah it's true yeah I think the key thing here really is compromise um but yeah I definitely do think that the whole like amounts that you're earning and the difference i don't think that is the major play if that makes sense like but the thing is though beatrice i get what you're saying but it actually can be no i get that it can be but i i genuinely feel like that layer that i touched on is is more of a reason rather than that like i get Mm. okay for example like 
like I don't know how to explain it but when I say in terms of the way that you view things like I really mean like okay yes I know that someone who's earning 20k and someone who's earning 100k like what they can do is very very different however that person who's earning 20k you don't know what their what their dependencies are like Tanya mentioned these things they know all these dependencies like what situation they're in they could be living at home they could be doing all this so the money that they have yeah it might be so it might be small compared to what that 100 what 100k person is earning but in terms of the way they they spread their money and they divide it if they literally send at home all their money all that 20k that they bring in home is for enjoyment they want to spend it on holiday they want to do it on that like for example Shan, you know that situation where you spoke about someone who was working at three who mm. literally spends all her money going on holiday mm. that sort of thing can still work with someone who's earning 120 and wants to go on holiday because they're still aligned in terms of where they spend their money mm. yes the type of holiday that they might go on might be different but the actual fundamental to putting your money towards a holiday i think is more of a decision it causes more of a conflict if you don't want to put your money towards a holiday at all yeah 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 true that's my point that's my point but definitely you're right like there is clear differences in the type of things that you will want to buy like even people wanting to go to eat at certain restaurants you know Mm. yeah you know you're gonna have to compromise just like as well like it could just be things like you know how some people again if you're shy about talking about money this is going to also come it's going to also play out in this sort of scenario your partner is on 120k you're on 20k he's saying let's go to i'm trying to think of a really high-end restaurant that's very expensive i don't know some restaurant in the shard yeah and he Mm. wants to go there like he's like this is date night every friday and like he's expecting that i don't even know why he'd be expecting you to pay sometimes but let's just say Mm. i don't know like you're (laughs) like you've been dating for a really long time so sometimes you foot the bill sometimes he foots the bill whatever you might need to speak up and be like, okay, like I can't afford this. Like, yes. but some people actually, mm. they like, again, this kind of goes back to perception, right? Let's say you're on 20K, but you're the type of person where like, you know, you you know how to save, but you also like enjoy spending. So like you might save up for a nice bag or whatever, or you might save mm. up for this, or you might buy this on discount, whatever. So you have all these things. So he's perceiving mm. that you actually have a lot more money than you do. You need to be able to speak up and say, sir, <laughs> I like the shard, yeah, but I can't go there every week. Like, But some people just, they'll let their partner roll on with that perception. You know that your partner has that perception, but you don't want to say anything. And you, mm. you just let him like, like think that you have a lot of money, but you need to be able to say, and this will even go into my second question, which is about like com- financial compatibility in friendships. Mm. You need to be able to say like, I can't afford this yes 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 and i think friendships is a massive one you know what yeah i feel like friendships is even worse than than relationships you know why is that mad to say you might be right but why i feel like with friendships yeah i don't know what it is but it's seen a lot it's taken i don't know how to explain it you know for example obviously with your like if you're in a relationship you can be you can you should be able to be vulnerable with both parties to be honest but some people naturally feel more vulnerable and are able to be more vulnerable with their partner than with their friends because they feel like Hmm. with friends it's normal obviously your partner's only one person yeah so you only need to deal with that person but with your friends especially if you're in like groups and stuff I feel like it becomes more of an issue Hmm. or not more of an issue but it's I can understand why some people might be more terrified to say that they can't afford something to more than one person Hmm. Because, yeah, your partner's are literally only one person. You've only got to deal with that person. So you only need to deal with one opinion or one combat or... Not combat, do you know what I mean? Or one response. 
ah, one response. No, but it's true. You only have to do yeah. one response, and it's only that. Whereas with a friendship group, you know, if you're saying, you know, if you're bringing up money, you're gonna, you'll have to obviously state your position to everybody and then also allow everybody to have a, an opinion and also allow everybody to feed into it do you get what i'm trying to say like mm-hmm. that's why i understand why people might be more scared to have those conversations because yeah they're just they don't really want everybody to be knowing i don't know i don't think it's that deep you just say to your friend i can't afford it or i can't go i can't make but it but some like... people it's deep you know some people it's deep I feel like for me, I learned how to say that at a very young age, like going to the school that we went to. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I've been saying I can't afford it. I cannot afford it. Since the age of 11. <laughs> Since the age of 11, these are wanting to go to know I can't afford it. I'm 11 um, years old. What the heck? Um, <laughs> really? um, but no, I think, I think you're right. But again, like, this is the thing. I was even going to say this, yeah. You know how you were saying money does not define you? Mm. Obviously, we know that to be true, but some people don't. Like, some yes. people genuinely feel like, oh, my days, if I was to lose my job today, who am I, what am I, and what do I bring to the table? Mm. Whereas I wouldn't feel that way. Like, I'd be disappointed because I've lost my job, obviously, and it's like, now I have to, like, you know, start looking for a new job, and it's like, mm. I have outgoings that I may, may not be able to meet, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to be feeling, like, less of a person. I'm not going to... Mm. I don't think I'd be... I don't think I'd be embarrassed, like, to tell my friends, like, my actual close friends, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, do you know that's so mad people... that you mentioned those things? Because, actually, I was definitely feeling that way not that long ago in terms of, like, you know how the, we were speaking about the whole anxiety and we've all spoken about how anxiety affects us, especially, like, in the workplace and things like that. Mm. But um, I definitely have thoughts where I'm just like, oh, like, if I lost my job, not necessarily... I don't think it... Like you mentioned, it's never it's never really a case of like, oh, I don't know who I am, but it's just like, oh yeah, I've got outgoings. Like I think that's normal. If that oh yeah, sense. outgoings, like yeah, that of course will like breed some sort of anxiety if you're not able to meet. Like remember, yeah. bitches, we spoke about this like last summer. Um, was it last summer when we were hearing about loads of companies that like, just dropping their yeah, dropping their like um people here and there, and we were like, oh my days, what happens if we were to like lose our job? God, mm. that won't be our our thing and we spoke about the fact that like we actually have outgoings and stuff and of course so naturally like that will give you some sort of anxiety if you're not able to meet them but in terms of like who am I Mm. like my identity is not in my job like yeah 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 for me anyway that's not the case so Mm. I'm very comfortable to say like I can't afford it like even Mm. recently when people were saying like in the group chat and stuff like we should go to this place for them, we should go to that place for them, we should go. I was like, I can't ask you guys, I'm not gonna be able to go to all of these. Like this is expensive. Like you're saying this one mm-hmm. is sixty pounds, this one is seventy. Like I'm not gonna be able to go f- to three of these places in one month. Like I'm just not mm-hmm. gonna be able to do it. Yeah. And like I don't know, I just if anyone was to ever like laugh at me because of that, mm. I would think they are weird. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't say that I wouldn't I don't think I would internalize that and be like oh my days maybe I'm just not good enough like no. I just wouldn't I wouldn't think that no you're right I wouldn't either um but you're right that there definitely are some people that do think like that mm-hmm. yeah but um yeah that's actually so I guess let's I don't know what the question exactly is but um in terms of financial, financial capability cap- and friendships is yeah that do you, yeah do you think that's important um I do not it, it's not a big deal but and it, I guess it depends on like the friends that you have but for me like I would like to do things with my friends 
Mm. So, for example, like going on holiday, like I don't know about this whole solo thing. I know people do it. I tried it somewhat and I didn't really enjoy it. Like I'd much rather go on holiday with like my friends. Mm. So if I was in a position where I'm not even saying the type of holiday, I'm just saying that nobody could afford to go on holiday and I was the only one that could afford or vice versa where everyone could afford and I couldn't. Mm. I feel like I would struggle a little bit. Yeah. If I could never afford to do what everyone else was doing, like yeah. I can't I don't really I don't really I'm not too sure how <laughs> where we go from there because it's like everyone's meeting up but I can't go. Mm. I don't know. I think I would yeah, I think I'd feel a bit left out. I'd have FOMO defo. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the same with me to be honest. I think I would definitely be upset. And it would definitely affect me in some way, shape or form. I think the context of how I can't afford it is important too. Um, because there's, I can't afford it because I've got prior- different priorities. Because mm. I can't afford it because I genuinely, like this woman here, I'm flat out broke. <laughs> I mean, there's different, there's, different, there's different ways you can't afford something. And I yeah. think that plays a massive part because if you've got something you're working towards, like let's, there's going to be a times where, you know, I know we all say, I know Tammy was mentioning, oh yeah, you know, what's that save for? But let's not lie, we all got things we want to we wanna do and it does require some element of saving, yeah? So if in that you've got a short-term goal and you need to work towards it and it means you have to, you know, um, not necessarily participate in some of the things that you would typically do with your friends, but obviously you've got money in your life, you're not suffering and you're putting it towards something, then in those cases, I don't think it's that deep. Um but then again, if that is a constant phase in your life where you just, like I mentioned, it's about where you value putting your money. That is literally the key thing here. If you genuinely do not see the point in going out at all for dinners, yet everybody uses that as a way to meet up, to to jeer, to have fun, then, of course, then I think that, you know, you're going to find it hard to really, you know, build on your on your friendship when you can't do the things that people are doing to bond if that mm. makes sense um but then again i do think that as friends naturally this is why it's important to be able to nurture relationships and friendships where you are free to talk if you know you you were in a situation where you couldn't afford it and it was something that can easily be altered to reduce the cost because i can't lie to you mm-hmm. there's so many ways to introduce to reduce costs when it comes to a lot of things even mm-hmm. things like holidays like mm. you've got such expensive holidays and you've literally got cheap let's go the back telly, what's that thing telly holidays <laughs> telly sex holidays um, okay that's not like not all those holidays are cheap but you get my point like, yeah but you can um, find some cheap cheap deals yeah you can things. find some cheap deals there but yeah my point is there's always a way technically to like flex things especially when it comes to your friendships and the way you meet up and the way you have fun like having spending money doesn't necessarily mean doesn't equivalent to having like fun and I don't get me wrong, like we've said already, yeah, we value holidays, we want to enjoy and stuff, but there's different levels to it. And you can definitely, like I mentioned, you can flex it to to be more understanding to other people. But if people aren't open and aren't having that conversation with people, then how would they know that they need to flex? Do you know what I mean? How would they know? How would they know? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my, that's I, I do think it's important though, but I think the most important thing is the communication and where you put your money. 
that's so true because literally there's so many different alterations that can be made if somebody mm. just opens their mouth and say and mm. says not that you will now come to the event that you said oh, you come to and now you're frowning your face because the bill has come <laughs> the bill has come and you're just like why are we spending this much money it's like well you we didn't say anything exactly so true. and there's been very many like conversations that i've had with friends or like friends have had with me where they're like oh i can't do this right now because I, I need to get paid or Mm. blah 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 like just yeah it's very like common mm. and like honestly I think people forget as well that the situation that you're in and this is something that I have to remind myself because I'm definitely definitely fond of doing this the situation that you're in now is not permanent mm. like it really isn't permanent like there's times where you know you'll be out but you, you won't have work and you know you can be feeling this type of way but mate within you know you never know where your situation is going to be within the next year like situations change and I think people need to also remember that so if you are in a season where you don't have the money to do something or your friend doesn't have the money to do something it doesn't mean this is permanent for Mm. them it doesn't mean that they will never be able to afford something like it's just a period um, and especially because we're all still young, like what the heck? We're all still trying to figure out this life thing. I can't lie Damn. to you. you get what I'm trying to say, like, why do I is... feel like I need to have made it by 24? Bam! I feel like I should have already made, it and it's too late. Like I genuinely yeah. feel like it's too late to make it. So really and truly, like I feel like people need to just take, just calm down because we are actually all still young. Like what the heck? No one needs to be <laughs> earning a certain amount. No one needs to be doing all those top sort of things, especially because a lot of my friends we are still living at home under our parents' roofs. Like, do you mm. get what I'm trying to say? So yeah to to be looking down on people because they can't afford certain things i think is is wrong and i think you know as a friend you should be able to flex what you want to do to accommodate you know to accommodate people in your group 100% yeah i was going to say exact i feel exactly the same way and i was going to bring up the age thing as well like it really depends on age as well because obviously age of 18 you're not expected to be going to these big, big dinners and things like that. I think you just mm. need to... I think friends just need to be um, considerate. I think that's the word to use. Like, not everybody... Not... Like, let's say you have a friendship group. Not everybody is at the same at the same stage. Like, there was times in our group, some people had finished uni, some people were still in uni, yeah. some people were just finishing now. Like, a lot of people at different stages in their life so obviously money is going to be there's going to be different different incomes things like that not everybody's mm. going to be at the same stage some people went to uni later do you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I think being a considerate friend goes a long way so if someone was to say oh I can't really do that right now like it's not going to be like oh well we've already moved I can't do anything like do you know what I mean like you just mm-hmm. have to try and be a bit considerate um i was gonna say something as well but i think i've forgotten that point um yeah i think as i said just try and be be considerate and um look for different levels of things to go for Mm. not everything needs to be so high-end like sometimes nando's is fine do you know what i mean if it's just like (laughs) yeah stuff like that like not everything has to be london town like sometimes Mm. Lakeside Nando's is really fine. The one inside the mall, like that one is fine. Um, <laughs> do 
Do you know what I mean? So no, I it's just, so true. It's, and like, this is why... This... I feel like this all, all comes back to... And I think Beatrice made this point earlier about just communication. And yeah. what I was saying about, like, I feel like this whole compatibility thing is literally just all under the umbrella of, like, how open and communicative you are. Because hopefully the friends you've chosen are people who actually love you and care about mm. you and are kind so when you are like i can't afford to do that it like people are m- more more time gonna be like okay let's do something cheaper or if it's very affordable they'll be like i'll cover it for you like do you know what i mean like yeah. i just yeah. don't think that or they'll just be like instead of us going out like even i had this conversation with bitch the other day i was like what was going out going out going out sometimes can we actually stay at home like where are we mm. running to Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah let's just come over let's just do something indoors where you don't have to spend money like do you know mm. what i mean mm. i think okay guys so that brings us to the end of this topic i hope you guys enjoyed the conversation today and you know what is i definitely think i've taken something away from it i think you know being open and transparent with you know um your finances with your partner and also with your friends like i think it's so key and i definitely think on my part i'm definitely going to make a conscious effort to create an environment where people feel comfortable enough and also naturally I think as well I'm probably going to start making it you know uh making an option to kind of change plans to be more suitable because you know how sometimes I know I'm wrapping up but I'm also making a point (laughs) (laughs) sorry you know how sometimes like people just like okay cool let's go out blah 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 but like it's just like stated rather than asking so Mm. I think sometimes just asking people as well allows you know allows allows people to voice you know kind of where they're at and you know what they kind of want to do and what they can afford and what they can't afford so yeah just allowing that you know communication to flow um that's definitely going to be my takeaway from today's episode but yeah as always sorry my takeaway guys mm, let's be dating people that actually like us and love us oh absolutely absolutely that is all yeah that's a good one um sharon do you have a takeaway since everyone's doing a takeaway yeah my takeaway is basically just being open and honest i think that's what beatrice's takeaway is as well yeah definitely just being more comfortable to say whether or not you're happy with the plans Mm. um or whether or not you need to be changed or whatever ensuring that everybody feels comfortable and is doesn't feel like they're living outside of their means just because the rest of the group is able to afford it yeah. Mm. yeah yeah good one good one so um yeah you guys what, 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 heard what, our... what, 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 what. you've heard our uh, our lessons <laughs> our lessons from lessons learned. <laughs> i was gonna say our lessons learned as well jesus christ pmo oh, anyways no. um yeah as always um we drop an episode every monday so make sure you guys tune in and also catch up on our previous episodes if you've not done so follow us on our socials at btspod underscore on twitter and on instagram and make sure you guys you know share your comments on this episode on twitter using the hashtag btspod so yeah i think that's it for today and we will see you guys in our next one bye bye mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from moonpig Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. 
every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com